Podcast. Hello and welcome back to Geldesy Pod. Hello. It is your host, Jeff the Hitman Geld, and I am here <laughs> with none other than the commissioner, Noah Geld. Sup? And boy, do we have a treat for you today. Baby bro, Zach Geld, finally has made it to the pod. Welcome to the pod, my friend. Thanks for having me. Here! Happy to make it. Well, hopefully this becomes more regular. I mean, you know, we have it. to have the voice of the Gelds here running Let's the show. You know what I mean? We have the faces for podcasts. We don't know how to win the league, so at least we're going to force people to listen to us, you know? Because we <laughs> right. have all the advice that, that's valuable, you know? How do we force them to look at us? Well, we already make Barton's wife look at us. Yeah, every time they win the trophy, they <laughs> have to look trophy. at us for a whole year. So we've already accomplished that. Now we're in their ears. So, all right. Like, I think the best place to get started is by looking at the matchups of the week, see what's going on, see who's winning, see who's losing, see if there's any upsets amongst us. And I think, you know. The I don't feel like I need to be a part of this this I week. I mean, come on. The first place to start is with the the one-two matchup. It's funny because Ouch. we had a we had a one-two matchup, Ouchies. and then we had an 11-12 matchup, right? So, the first place and second Three, place. four as well. Oh, look at this. It's all happening. So, Noah. What's up? What the fuck happened, man? I mean, Oof. seven. My team stopped, stopped hitting the ball for four days. I didn't have a home run. Is that what happened? You're blaming it on your offense? Absolutely. Well, I mean, and my defense, I got beat on both sides. So, like, what changed from last week, do you think? The pitchers that stepped up last week and had a really nice week last week had really terrible outings this week. In particular, I think I had a Friday where I had four starters go for a combined 11 ERA and like, a six whip. So it immediately with how Merck's team was rolling, it kicked me out of everything but strikeouts, which thankfully I got. Yeah, Merck has a point eight zero one whip with 58K. My whip for last week was under one. So I knew my team could get there. They just did not this week. Yeah, it's got to be a bummer too. You started the week, you know, you had Scherzer go seven innings, zero earned, two hits, 10K. And so you're yeah. feeling good. And then Tuesday comes around and you have, you know, and then, yeah, Friday's when it all fell apart for you. Yeah, it started with Scotty Green and went on down the list, who I already dropped. Here's your Friday. I know you've, you, you're very familiar with this, but here's your Friday. <laughs> yeah, tell me, 18, 18, and, <laughs> 18 and two-thirds, 20 earned runs. <laughs> 20. That's not that bad. <laughs> that's not that bad. Coming from the bottom of the table, that's not that bad. I mean, an ERA of nine, a whip of two. I mean, that's not. I mean, it's not great. It's not ideal. <laughs> For a day. Not a good way to, that's a day. <laughs> that's one day. That's one day. But you a lot like, of innings. Again, like kind of similar how I said last time when Zach ran up against a buzzsaw. Like Merck's team is just nuts right now. Yeah, but then I, mean, I just wasn't. I like, I, like I said, I didn't have a home run until like Wednesday or Thursday. So did you have like any panic moments where you thought about like just dropping people and? and um, I mean, did you use all your pickups this week? I almost dropped a couple people and then didn't, and I'm glad I didn't. I feel just too early. Taking Max's advice, patience. You know, I'm trying to learn from what what the, what, what our podcast is giving. So, yeah. I mean, I got my notebook out for this episode. See if I can take so, some help. I'm slightly shocked that Fran Mill Reyes is still on your team. Slightly shocked. Uh, mm, Homer. He was a keeper. Homer carry. A keeper. Homer carry. Oh, keeper. Oh, I did. Yeah, I forgot that he was a keeper. Yeah. He'll he'll pick it up. He'll heat up. He'll heat up. Uh, maybe, maybe. maybe. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, he will. He will. Okay. Too good. Zero saves. Noah doesn't like saves. Yeah, the only per I only drafted one sit one uh, closer, 
And he's on the IL, so. You didn't pick up, eh? You weren't on the closer hunt? I think I got, like, three or four closers. No, I picked up a couple guys that were listed as possible closers, and then they didn't do it. Mm. I think the problem, and it's not a problem, it's a good problem to have, but you had such a good draft that you didn't see any holes. Like, Because I know that, for me, I had to go find closers at the beginning of the season. I think that's what you're saying, Zach, right? Like, there was a lot of people that... Well, I was on the lookout, but Ryan Presley could get you four closers a week, and I thought... Sometimes yeah, that's you enough. can't you can't hold on to that though. But yeah, the start of the year is the best time to find closers yeah. because that's when it shakes. Well, I was out. looking. Yeah. I that's was looking. like the only time. So I like to. I mean, my draft didn't show it this year, but I like to get like two solid closers, maybe yeah. even one, and then fucking streamline somebody early in the year. Unfortunately, I picked the you know it could be this guy or that guy, and yeah. I picked that yeah. guy, and it was always this guy. So you need better sources. Yep, you're probably right. All right, well, let's move on. We might as well talk about the 11-12 matchup. You and me, Zach. How do you feel about the week? I am not hating my numbers, but there was only going up from my past two weeks. Well, both of you guys did. I mean, both your numbers are significantly up from what you guys are doing at the beginning of the season. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we're, it looks like we're, we'd be right in the middle with most people this week. Yeah. We need a bump up our run game but yes. i think i mean we got a bunch of quality starts between us yeah our pitching was really good this week you both got over 10, 10 at least 10 home runs yeah which is always kind of my benchmark for a week so zach let me ask you this question because i said this on the last pod and i'm curious to what you what you have to say about this is that mm-hmm. when you have somebody like trout you're like like you know the production you're going to get out of trout you take him first round was he first round yeah, yeah he's a keeper so you take him first round then you have this mentality that sets in that you're like, oh, I have trout. I can kind of focus on other things. And then you kind of like realize two, three rounds in that you're like, oh, shit, I need to like focus. Like, where am I at with offense? Did that happen to you at all? Makes total sense. I don't think it did because I had no real game plan the whole time. Mm -hmm. So it's not like he was my cornerstone and now I'm going to start building around him. I was very much underprepared and was taking best available until I realized that ESPN rankings were for shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Will Smith six yeah. round was. <laughs> yeah. So I had to adapt on the fly there, but um, I just think right now my team is grossly underperforming. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that everybody starts to figure it out. I mean, Springer hit two home runs today. Trout's doing his thing, but he missed some days with getting hit on the hand. And so I'm trying to focus on pitching right now because I just want to have trust that my offense will be there because that they're supposed to be there. I mean, look at look at the guys. They're not the biggest boppers, but there's some consistency here. And I hate that Jesse Winker got traded. I feel like I'm not sure I would have kept him. If I knew he was going to get traded. I feel very similar. I feel like I'm still, you know, usually I feel so good about my draft. Yeah. Like I feel like I come out of the draft. I usually win the first couple weeks, like really handedly. Yeah. Usually play me week one and then beat me like seven, three, eight, two. Yeah. And I, I usually, I usually play you week one and then Noah week two. And then I usually do pretty well. But this year I just feel like I I didn't have a first round pick. We've already been through this, but I feel like I'm playing on the fly here, and I feel like my pickups have been good. I feel like my team's starting to perform, and so we'll see what happens. But we had a really close matchup. It's been, it was fun. I mean, it, it's almost like 
it's the perfect way to end the, the week, right? Like we're both on the bottom. We tie it out. Let's go. Like right. fight. four four two is like a firm tie. That's too. a firm tie. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, that's a tie. It's a tie. Is a tie. There was only other one close match too. Who was the other close match? Yeah, there was one. There was one other one. Adam and Sabi are going down to the last minute. Sabi's up five four one right now. But looks uh, like it's settled though. Yeah. Yeah, that looks settled. So we should just quickly go through and just give the scores and then and then Okay, so uh the champ had a good week. Again. Eight two zero. So he's gonna move up the uh standing board this week. And then the other the other guy that's just man, just on fire, Brandon Hart is just he had himself a draft and he's He's rolling with it. So he's going to take it down 9-1-0. Can I say something real quick about Beehart? I mean, Mr. Analytics over here, like, ready for this? Yes. Leading the league in runs. Wow. Leading the league in home runs. Woo. Second in RBI. Wow. Stolen bases he needs to work on. Come on. First in the league in OBP. Ding, 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 ding. I mean, his offense is nuts. Like, he's 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 leading the league in offense right now. So, um, And, and then, the last matchup was uh, Arthur versus... Max Fisher, which is also pretty close, five three two. So uh Arthur looks like he's gonna take that one home with a fiver, with a five spot. Arthur won the matchup five four one. Yeah, and then there's a couple of blowouts. We got the champ, like you said, eight two on Murdoch, Behart nine one on Mr. Zaborowski. Whoops. And then, and then uh yeah, Mer- uh, Merck beating the commission seven two. So seven two one seven two one hey, Pete Alonso still might snipe a run here. Yep. Then seven three. He snipes a run, then all of a sudden it's seven three. So uh, different. And I'm sitting pretty. Fill in final score <laughs> here. How about that? Pete Alonso did score another run and Merck won seven to three. Okay. All right. It'll be interesting to hear what what happened there. Um, <laughs> I can't believe the scores ended up like that. I know. Wow. It's, it's Whoa. Nuts, man. Mind blowing. <laughs> All right. I think it's time to bring in this week's special guest with us today from Tulsa, Oklahoma, fresh off the golf course, the one, the only, the murkiest of all Mercs, Alan Merck. Thank you for joining us on the Geldesy pod. How are you, my friend? Good, good. Thanks for having me. I'm, I'm terrified to hear my voice uh, on the podcast when I listen back to it. But uh, no, I'm glad to be here. I, the, Doing good. The trick is just listen, listen back at two times speed, and then you don't recognize your voice. And so then you're just, you just feel like you're listening to somebody else. So <laughs> that's my suggestion. Good. Okay. We're officially on Apple Podcasts now, so you can do the two times speed. So that's all I'm saying. You know what I mean? Okay. To start off, we just wanted to ask you some questions. You're winning the league. You had a hell of a draft, but I want to start off by asking you, what do you see as your biggest strength this year so far in the Geldesty season? Um, I'd say lack of preparation, uh, full-on impulsiveness, uh, not watching any baseball, just going straight stats. That's what's happened all all season. Um, straight stats meaning in the in the draft, you just kind of were... Like, like, take us into your draft day, what your mindset was. You said you didn't know, you didn't know, but you, you were in a good mood. I was with you. You were in a very good mood. Oh, yeah. I mean, you guys caught me after a good day of golf, mm-hmm. and uh, we were at the office. Sun was shining. Uh, Schnee had some some quality libations, you know, to share with everybody, and 
Draft day was good. Uh, you said you drove one 360 that day. I did. Allegedly. I did. No, no, it happened. Okay, so you, it was gusty. you're already out there feeling out feeling big dick about yourself. So. Oh, yeah. No, I came mean, in with some as, soon as, I hit that, as soon as I hit the drive, the guy standing behind me goes, this guy fucks. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do indeed. You sure that wasn't just the voice in the back of your head? <laughs> no, no, no. He okay. screamed it. Okay. Yeah. Hey, big dick energy no. is is a thing, you know, when they come to that draft, you know, you're feeling good going in. You're going to feel good coming out, hopefully. No, I think I think for me it was just like, hey, let's not fuck up these first two picks. I kind of knew who was going to fall to me, but I wasn't really sure. It's like, could Vladdy fall? I know Gene is a freaking wild card. Soto was easy at one. But generally on draft day, I've got like, three or four dudes that I know I want no matter what. And I'll kind of reach for them. Josh Bell was not one of those. That was just, <laughs> that was like a, a, every now and then I just go, what is the, what does ESPN want me to draft as an auto draft? And that was one of those, but uh, no, I mean, always for me, just look for home runs and K's and the rest seem to fall in place. So, yeah, we should remind the league that Merck did take my first round pick. I gave it to him. I will say, but uh, it was, I, I feel like I got a little hosed, um, but that's, you know, it could have just been the first round pick that you asked for, but then I had to give you an eighth round pick and I was desperate uh-huh. and I just wanted to win the damn year. And of course, Barton was Barton. Um, but hey, listen, fair, hey, fair enough. Fair enough. It was a damn shame. I was, I was rooting for you the entire time, texting with you regularly. Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was terrible. It was rough. Um, okay, well, so here's my second question for you. The next hard-hitting question. Mm-hmm. You have the second least amount of pickups this year so far. Yeah. It makes sense yeah. for a first-place team. You feel like you're riding high, right? You're doing good. Is this on purpose? Are you being patient? You just feel like you have a good team? Or like, you know, the whole, if it's not broke, don't fix it thing? Or, or is there some sort of strategy involved in that? No, I mean, normally, so this year I didn't get a single close, like I got Kenley Jansen. That was the only closer I had. So normally, you know, I'm one of the biggest streamers in the league as far as streaming pitchers. And I haven't really needed to do that because I'm kind of maxing out my starts every week. And until this week when my guy Hanniger's out and Eloy, which uh, I just feel like he's going to be injured all year. But no, I mean, guys are just producing. Um, I feel like I had a lot of pickups right after the draft getting Suzuki uh, snaked that one out from Noah. He was a little pissed off about that, but no, I mean, I just, yeah, he, beat me, he beat me like by half an hour. Yeah. Was that a waiver pickup for you? Yeah. 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 Oh, son of a fuck. Yeah. That, that was the one I was going for too. I was like the sixth in the waiver order. I was just like, whatever, I'll just place the claim in and I'll never get it. And boom, that was some good, uh, good news on the toilet the next morning. Seeing that. Come through, so. <laughs> sure. Well, he's, 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 he may have cooled off. He may have cooled off. Let's just say that. So we'll see what happens. He's No, I, I named my team after him. You can't do that. <laughs> you may have jinxed him. Speaking of your team name slash ID, what's that uh, thumbnail you're using there for your team? When you like Google, I see you, baby. <laughs> that is the video that comes up. Like I haven't been able to watch it yet because I've been at like work or wherever <laughs> when I when I wanted to find it. But I think that's like the original music video. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, that's quite some butt cleavage so, you got going on there. In that. 
I know, and I liked it. So <laughs> I was just like, this is going to make me happy every time I look at my team, regardless yeah. of... I think of at least score. three people are going to go look at your ID now while listening to this. So, <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah, go check it out. You're go welcome. Yeah, so don't change it. <laughs> it looks like, what is that? Like Cindy Crawford from the, 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 the late 80s or something going on there. Hey. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mark, when we went into this matchup this week, it was, you know, you were one, I was two. With the two teams that both had first round draft picks, what was your confidence level eight two zero, or did you think it would be closer than it was? Oh, I just I I chalked it up. I going into the week, I said if I can win six four, I'm going to be stoked. Yeah, I was saying the same thing. Yeah, I knew Cole was starting to get a little better because he had been bringing me down a little bit, and with the Yankees on a hot streak and me having so many Yankees, I was like, let's just ride this and cross our fingers and and just get as many guys in the lineup every day as we can. But no, man, I was like six, four would be awesome. The pitchers that you had let you down last week, picked you up this week. And I had the exact opposite mm-hmm. thing happen where the pitchers that, that took me last week destroyed me this week on thir- like Thursday, whatever day that was. And like five pitchers that went like 11 plus ERA four plus whip. And I was like, all right, well, there's that. So well, the funniest thing that happened when I was looking at your team this week and I saw uh, Alex Wood on your team, and I was like, I have Alex Wood on my team, but no, That's I have Cobb. Alex Cobb. So <laughs> I was uh, I was thoroughly confused all week. I was like, I how did Noah get my well, guy? Well, you, were, you but, safely uh, did not start him today. Oh, yeah, coming off a groin yeah. injury? That'd be Destroyed. Stupid. He got destroyed. Just like incidentally, you tossed Noah's Cobb salad this week, so yeah, <laughs> it, all, it all makes sense. Uh well played. Well played. Well played. Were you just not paying attention today? Blackman didn't start. JD Martinez gets a grand slam. Was that just you were just being cocky, or was that just your way of being <laughs> like, hey, I don't need this shit? Well, I mean, Martinez was day to day at the start of the day. Well, I mean, Martinez was day to day at the start of the day, and I was washing all of the cars today, is what I did before I went to the golf course. So, no, there was a little bit of cockiness, I guess. I didn't check over and over, but I didn't think there was any chance that Martinez would play. Those start times jump up on you Sunday, too. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I just looked at, I set my lineup at like 7 a.m. this morning and then didn't look back at it, so. Okay, well, my final question of this series of questions. You've got some murderers on your team. My question to you is, who's your MVP of the year so far? I mean, for me, it's J-Ram for sure, yeah. but... That's obvious, though. Like, so that's not like my value murderer. I mean, I think my value murderer is definitely Rizzo. For sure. Um, Unbelievable. I think we all expected this last year, and he got off to a hot start and then kind of just faded. And, uh, you know, I kept the faith, man. Kept it, kept it strong. He turned it on this week. Five home runs this week. Yeah, at one point this week, Rizzo had more home runs. I think it was like on Tuesday or Wednesday, Rizzo had more home runs in RBI than Noah's entire team put together. <laughs> it's true. It's true. He didn't That's show awful. up this week. It happens. I'd rather have it early than late. That's what I'll say. No, but you got Scherzer going tonight, and you took me out on K's. Uh, yeah, at least I got a couple. Of, I, was worried, I was worried he was going to be shut out. So, that if I can get Alonzo to cross the plate one more t- one time, I'll tell you in runs, too. Mm-hmm. And that would be nice. But we'll see if it happens. And it did happen. Alonzo scored a run. Yeah, that's definitely doable. I was That was really the only 
the only hitting category all week I thought I that I thought I was going to win that I actually thought I wasn't going to win. So I was like, no one's going to get me in steals, but runs is a coin toss. So, yeah, you still got a shot at me. So looking ahead to next week, you got Zach Geld. Ah, What's your feeling? How you feeling? You feeling strong? <laughs> you feeling? Are you feeling confident? You asking me or Zach? <laughs> I'm asking you first. Oh, I haven't looked at his team yet, but you know, no need. <laughs> <laughs> it's a rough one. All right, all right. We won't we won't pound on that. Okay, so if you'll stay with us, Noah has a segment that he put together, uh, basically just looking at who he thinks. Each team's pickup of the year is so far from the waiver wire. But uh, Noah, let's just start going through and, and and let us know what you got, who you want to start with, and, and yeah, break it down. Absolutely. Well, let's Merck's here, so let's start with Merck in the hot seat. We'll just go from top to bottom. Now, Merck's got a couple, but the one I went with was someone to give you a little room to talk. Uh, I went with Merrill Kelly. Yeah, dude's been on fire. Yeah, Kelly. One of the on you fire. know three quality starts is is tough to come by this year, and he's got the three quality starts, one point two seven ERA, whip right there at one, almost a a one to one strikeout to any ratio. I mean, he's killing it. When did he pick him up? April seventh. So he's had him for a few weeks. Oh wow! So you've had him, okay? For yeah, for some, and, nice. and not only that, but uh, Tyler McGill or McGill, I don't know how we're saying his name, picked him up randomly too, and he's. He's almost just as studly as uh as Kelly. I mean, he's got one more strikeout, uh, he's got one less walk, two more earned runs, and you know, only one quality start, but he's got a one point nine three ERA and a zero point eight six whip. So you also got a couple of nice offensive pickups too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you picked up wisdom, right? That was a pickup. Yeah, I mean I saw him uh I forget who I had that was just sucking and I was like, no, this you know, sometimes early on in the season, you really have to go, do I need to be patient with this person or do I just bail early? And I feel like if it's somebody that you haven't invested in a high draft pick, just bail early sometimes and get somebody. And with Wisdom having outfield and first base and third base eligibility, just being able to have somebody to plug into whatever lineup every day, even if he's not an everyday starter, has been has been pretty sweet. By the way, I'm the one that bailed early on Wisdom. So there you go. <laughs> well, I just thought wisdom was a perennial loot. I mean, he had that one, was it the hot playoffs that he had or whatever it was? It was. Like, he's had a hot like four days one time, and then everybody yeah. was talking about him, and that was it. And there's like, you know what? Meh. Can't do much worse than whoever I dropped for him. So it's a great pun name, too. You can use wise in there, wisdom. It's a whole bunch of stuff. Speaking of that, if you didn't pick up Suzuki, what would your team name have been? Oh, Josh Stuffed Bell Pepper. I don't know. <laughs> Boo. All right. All right. <laughs> I appreciate the attempt. Yeah. It's not for everybody. No, I need to workshop it. It's no. Uh, thanks for uh, participating. <laughs> You'll come no, around. It's no pork fried rice or Reese. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, or Max Fried Reese. Yep. All right, now who's next? All right, well, if we're going just down the, we'll go me next. And I got, uh, I was quick on the Stephen Kwan train, uh, lucky enough to watch him every day as a guardian. There was a, you know, a little stretch there a couple weeks ago where he was out for five games and I didn't know why they didn't just put him on the IL, but I'm glad they didn't because he came back and he's still swinging a hot bat. He's been 17 for 48, but a four, five, nine OPS 
has been uh, his bread and butter. The dude just likes to get on base. I got to say, if that's your pickup of the year, you had a good draft. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that's, he's not anything crazy. He's not, he's no. not Suzuki, Suzuya, whatever the fuck his name is. <laughs> <laughs> I, just I, mean? I could have said Eric Hosmer. He's been hot lately, but I only picked him up a few days ago. So I didn't want to grab all the credit for him, but I've kind of blanked with the pitching pickups. Did you, um, have, did you, you didn't draft Michael King, did you? No, I picked up Michael King a few days ago. The dude likes to strike people out. After he owned the Indians, owned the Guardians, I picked him up. So that was last weekend. Dollar in the tribe jar. (laughs) (laughs) You've got an empty bench spot right now. That's always exciting. Yeah, I don't know what I mean. Why do you have an empty bench spot? I had someone go on the DL this week. Or like yesterday. And you have no no more pickups? And I had no more pickups. Okay. This is something we need to talk about. Not now, but eventually. I feel like we need more acquisitions weekly. When Ober... Oh, don't get Gene started here. <laughs> don't even give him yeah. that slimmer, that slice. He's calling me right now. Take that out of the like podcast. Like, he heard you say it. <laughs> Come on, man. We've we've gone what, way too through way too much to get to where we are to be adding pickups. Uh, I talked to him the other day about it. I'm like, man, you ruined it for everybody. You ruined it for everybody. But four pickups, I mean, if you have a DL, you know, situation and, you know, four pickups. Dollar in the IL stupid. jar. All right. Fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. I uh, I wouldn't be opposed to an additional IL slot. No. We've got three IL slots. Three. I, don't need, IL. I don't need more IL slots. Yeah. Come on. Well, come on. I like the four pickup matchup. I like it makes it difficult the way it should be. That's true. It doesn't moving make it on. All right. Moving on. Brandon Hartz, uh, one of the other guys that's just on fire so far. Going through his roster, I felt like Mayos Mikolas has been a stud for him. Another three quality start guy, one five two ERA, whip under one, twenty nine and two thirds innings. I'm very surprised that he didn't draft him. That that was a waiver pickup. That's surprising. Indeed, me. it was. I don't know, man. J.P. Crawford is having a hell of a year right now, and so is Jeff McNeil. He's got several. And that was a pickup as well. Guys on his team that have looked Ooh. pretty good. Just Sports Center update. Zach Eflin. What's his name? No. 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 Cold. No. No quality start. Fucking <laughs> shit balls. God damn Jeff it. Benches one of four pitchers today. <sighs> Accidentally, that one of four gets a quality start. And eight strikeouts. Not so, just anybody. My boy Sticks McKenzie. Yeah, who he God was fighting for, making us pause and rewind the draft for. <laughs> he doesn't even want to and start. He still him. got pissed off. <sighs> oh my! So, oh no! He dodged a bullet. The battle of the bottoms going to end in a tie. <laughs> How disastrous Tough. is that? That's my bad. All right, we're getting sidetracked here. Mikolas, I'm very surprised by, and I'm also surprised by the fact that somebody who's in third place in the league has had so many good waiver pickups because I feel like I've had some good waiver pickups, but that's because I need to find players and I'm in last place. Behart also has is tied with the most moves in the league in terms of transactions. He's so he's been, he's been working he's from. playing the matchups, playing the matchups. That's very streaming. He also benefited from playing me, I believe at one point. So that'll help <laughs> stop anybody. In, stop in that long of a season. You don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> exactly. That's Thank fair. You. All right. All right. Moving right Moving along. Moving right Who's along. Gene. We'll come along to the Gene man who, Gene who just continues to get devastated by the IL hits. According to Gene, Otani's out for the year. 
Now, don't don't <laughs> quote me on that one. Uh, I, I don't exactly trust my source, but sources say <laughs> Tiny's down for the year with a ACL groin injury. But he picked up going with another pitcher here, Nestor Cortez from Merck's Yanks. Oh, yeah. Nasty Nestor. Nasty Nestor, 28 strikeouts and 20 innings pitched. Right. One three one ERA, eighty seven WHIP, point eight seven WHIP. He's just filling all the boxes for him. They asked him what his approach was, and he said, "I'm trying to strike out everybody." There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> all right. If that's your strategy, then that's obviously. If you got a mustache work. like that, you gotta throw fucking heat. It is funny that Mondesi's out on the on the IL. At one point, there, Whit Miller Farrell was day to day, and Gene was acting like the world was ending. It's pretty funny. That's when you got to pounce. I will say, if we could take a quick pause in our conversation about the best pickups, since we have a, a Yankee fan with us here today. Um, <laughs> first of all, fuck the Yankees. Wait. All right. Oh. Fuck the Yankee <laughs> fans. All right. Especially the ones in right field. Okay. I don't, the ones in left field, you know, they were just talking shit. Miles Straw got up and got in their face, you know, so they were just, that was part of it. People in right field, come on. Come on. Hoodlums. Throwing shit at players. Hoodlum. This is this is such. I mean, I get that they're upset that they go back to three hundred square foot apartments that they pay four thousand dollars a month for. But come on, let's 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 not throw shit at our players. No, I, all right. I agree. I mean that that's that's ass clown kind of stuff. But uh, you know, it's it's not that different from being a Sooners fan too, because you just catch mm. shit all the time. And there's you know two percent of those dickheads out there who you know every guy with an OU tattoo probably didn't go to OU. Every guy, you know, clearly every guy with the Yankee tattoo didn't play on the Yankees. But do you think Miles Straw should have been suspended? No. What? No. Okay, good. All right. Nobody thinks that. Nobody with the right mind. Pete Alonso on third fight. with one out. Oh, he, he needs to score a run, please. All right, moving Summer. on. No, who's next? <laughs> next, the Schneeberger with another pitcher here because he's. it seems like Schnee's been patient with his team so far. Not too many pickups that I could see. Uh, Paul, He's a dad now. He doesn't have as much time. No, no, no time. But uh, Paul Blackburn has been filling boxes for him. I even know who that is. Yeah, who? That's why he has them. With a one three two ERA, .80 whip in 20 innings pitched. I mean, that that's cool, but he just goes five innings every game. It's not mm. enough. It's kind of everybody. The whip's under one. That's fair. Okay. Cheers. Jerks and Profar. Everybody thinks about picking up Profar like during the year. And you're just like, ooh, look how good he looks right now. She'll drop Profar in. He's two actually weeks or less. 0 for his last night. I was going to say so. he ain't making it much farther. Yeah, I was. I was going to say too. Schnee picked him up on April 21st. Since then, he's gone three for 32. <laughs> yeah, Great pickup, Schnee. Great pickup. <laughs> that's clearly a guy who's never had him before. Because anybody who's ever owned that guy before is like. No, not yeah, remember when he was a top prospect? That, that was, was cool. With the Rangers, right? For your yeah. Texas Rangers. <laughs> yeah. Ron Jairs. Ron Jairs. All right, moving on. Moving on. Uh, Jake Murdoch is next on the hit list. Also another guy with not too many pickups here. Another guy that I bailed on. I'm giving him credit for picking up. Austin Hayes has had a hot little bat lately since he picked him up. He just picked him up recently. But he's got two home runs, 375 OBS. OBS? So not terrible, but he hasn't had too many pickups to choose from. So Slim Pickens. Next. So Sabi is next on the list. And um, 
again, a guy not with I not like too many, but I went with uh, Hansel Robles. Hansel has got him uh, saved, but an ERA and a whip both under <laughs> under one. So he's helping keep those numbers it's very down. hot right now. <laughs> so, Arthur uh, jumped on another Guardians pickup train with Owen Miller, who's just swinging the shillelagh. Oh, twenty for fifty so far. Twelve runs scored. Interesting Owen Miller story. I thought I picked up Owen Miller. It turns out it was Brad Miller. Uh, well, uh, oh, <laughs> that sucks. Is Brad Miller still in the league? Yeah, he's on your Texas Rangers. <laughs> Pete Alonso scores. Damn it. Let's go. No, it just ties runs with that Pete Alonso yes, run. Does. No, he doesn't have anyone else. 7 2 1. Hey, I'll take 7-2-1 all day. So next is uh, the champ, the sitting champ. Danny Jimenez fell right into his lap. Four saves, zero ERA, 1.11 whip. And uh, yeah, four saves. That's got to be close to the top. Was he also at Danny Jimenez's draft party? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I see what you're there. He's going to be so pissed. <laughs> I see what you did there. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Moving on down the leaderboard here. Uh, Max Fisher's up next. And I went with Andrew Vaughn as Ooh. his pickup so far this year. 15 for 53, four home runs, 12 RBIs, 367 OBS. Nothing to sneeze at there. Filling them all up. No, he's had them for a while, and too. That, yeah, he, he picked them up on the 9th of April. So... He's been with him through this hot streak, which yeah. is good for him. Yeah, that was a good pickup. And then getting to the baby boy brother, Chad Cole. Looking good. What do you have to say for yourself? Uh, he was a flyer who did well, so I wrote him out. Beautiful. But I <laughs> okay. believe I picked him up over Nestor Cortez. Ooh. And rough. I believe I dropped... Lauer for him. Well, that's arguable. It still could be the better one because he has he has the three quality starts, which is great. I'm not sure if I benefited from all those, but yeah, I realized maybe a week after the season that all my starting pitchers are either on the Guardians or the White Sox. <laughs> so I realized I should probably diversify a little bit. And so I picked up Cool. I picked up... Gomer? Goomer? It was a solid pickup because when you picked him up, he had only had one quality start so far. Mm -hmm. And since then, he's had two. So, uh, yeah. twice as many. Yeah, Rich Hill. I think yeah. I picked him up as well, but he won't go more than four innings. But only yeah, like no runs. He's got so blisters. So he helps the, the old ERA train. Last but not least, Jeff Geld. Your last just went top to bottom. It's unfortunate. And I gave you your best pickup. Now it's a dude you just got last week. But it's hard to ignore Tyler Ward's numbers and what you might do in that lineup. His OBS is 500. Yeah, no, he's, uh, you know, Going I'm very that. excited. OBP. OBP. I will say, though, I feel like I've had a couple of other really solid pickups. And please allow me to go through them. I picked up uh, Jock Peterson on the 19th. Yeah, I thought about that one, too. That's right, better than my pick for you. Or I'll give you he that just one. went on to do things. I picked up Eric Lauer, and he went on to have to go six innings, 
one earned, six innings, 13K, seven innings, 11K. Stud. That's a stud. But I think my pickup of the year, personally, Kyle Wright from the Atlanta Braves. Stud. He should have been drafted. He should have been drafted, and I'm very excited to have him. Welcome to a tribe called Jeff. Hey, Jeff, are you a a gambler? Generally, sure, yeah. Oh, here we go. I like this. Shoot the dice. I was going to bet you a sum of money that... uh you will have dropped uh, Jock Peterson in six weeks. Oh, I I would bet you that I would have By dropped him. By the time him. this yes. podcast comes out. Yes, yes. No, I fully <laughs> agree with that. I fully agree with that. But hey, listen, you got to ride you got to ride a hot bat, you know? I'm going to I'm going to take it while I get it. Okay. So no taker on that bet. No taker right. on that bet. Just trying. No. no. I, I I also by the way picked up uh David Robertson who now has four saves and that's that's another good pickup. Always been a stud when healthy. <laughs> yes, when healthy. So that's that's it, Noah. That's it. That's the league. I did my best. Don't at me. Right in. All right. Merck, final words. You got anything else for us? Uh, No. Thanks for shaming Murdoch on the last podcast about his team name to remind me that I needed a team name. So <laughs> You're welcome. I appreciate that. <laughs> and then uh, I also want to mention in the last pod, uh, you, Jeffrey, sounded disappointed by the score on the scoreboard, but you didn't ever state it. So Which one? When you and I played last week, you were like... Your matchup. Yeah, your matchup. Oh. You said the score of every other matchup, but not ours. Well, listen. I mentioned that. So give Whoops. it to us now. Give it to us now. <laughs> Say it, Jeff. <laughs> okay, ready? Wait, I didn't play you last week. <laughs> the what? first week. Oh, the first week. week. The yeah. first week. Well, that's what the it last was podcast was, was a week it, one pod. Sure, 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 sure. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll say it. Mark won the matchup 7-1. to one. <laughs> Fuck off and we'll yeah. see you later, Mark. Thanks for joining us, my friend. Yeah. All right, we'll see you next time. Oh, also, you didn't mention in my intro that I'm a three-time champ, so just wanted to... Okay, see ya. Bye. Close them out. Bye, buddy. Close them out. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> All right, well, I think we've had a really good podcast. We're going to end with a new segment that we're going to have moving forward each and every week called commissioner's corner where noah drops some knowledge on all of us and uh noah i will hand it off to you when zach approached me with this idea i loved it it gave me time to put my thoughts down on paper which is as after listening to three of these podcasts most of you were learning i'm not very good on the fly i kind of suck suck with the banter but if i can put it down on paper i feel good about it so i kind of likened this to uh Scott Van Pelt's one big thing. So you know what? For my first commissioner's quarter, I kind of wanted to look at it at a grand scale from the outside looking in. Okay. And as the late, great Jimmy Dugan said, of course it's hard. It's supposed to be hard. If it were easy, everyone would do it. Well, I promise you, not everyone wants to do it. Fantasy baseball, when played at a competitive level, like what we find within Geldesy every year, is hands down, no doubt, the hardest iteration in fantasy sports universe. Fantasy baseball is every day. It is hundreds of players and thousands of stats. It is the 15-day IL and the waiver wire, box scores and rookie call-ups. It is two start weeks, double headers, and a pitcher going five and two-thirds, and it is not for the fate of heart. So why submit ourselves to the rolling hills of emotion that sprawl across the endless summer that comes hand-in-hand with the sport we love? 
There are other fantasy sports that can fill that competitive need found in all of us. Fantasy football is great. There is endless media content in the digital playground to occupy your attention the four days a week that there is no action. But how often do you find yourself staring at your roster on a Tuesday evening? No adjustments to make, no football to watch. Fantasy basketball can be fun, and with games pretty much every day, it can fill that empty void that football can bring. But let's admit it, outside of the playoffs, the NBA sucks. I did not watch a single game until the end of April. Like a fat kid on his birthday in search of Fudgy the Whale, there is only one thing that can fill that void inside you. Yearning for everyday action. For called strike threes and two out RBIs. For five out saves and three run home runs. We didn't choose the fantasy baseball life. The fantasy baseball life chose us. We few, we happy few, we band of brothers, we that are Geldesee Baseball. So always remember, if it were easy, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. That was a long-ass Jimmy Dugan quote. <laughs> well, well done, done, sir. Well Thank done. you, guys. Thank you. And with that... <laughs> We will close this episode of Geldesy Pod. Thank you, Zach. Thank you, Noah. Thank you to Mr. Thank you. Merck, who is in first place, but will probably not be there for very much longer <laughs> because I'm coming for you, baby. I'm coming for you. We will Let's be go. back in a Let's couple go. of weeks with more Geldesy baseball chatter. Until then, my friends. Can't wait. Zach, last word. See you next time. Start your lineups. Noah, last word. Love you guys. My last word, Murdoch, get your shit together and beat Barton.